This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. It's like, Exhibit, what the hell are you doing? I just wanted my car fixed. Ha ha, ha ha, it's a taco. You guys want to do a DMX impression? No. No? No. You know! I found a website that has an article about this. I guess guess what the website's called. It's I'm on space.com. I hope you flip your bike over and knock your two front teeth out. You leave me in the trenches taking grenades, John. Get out of here, Russia. You don't get to cheat and win. They're Hydra. The Business on Top podcast. Santa's coming down for the spicy tuna roll and Natty Light at 2 a.m. So we got a couple of choices on how we want to start off the show today. BJ Patel, Ben Siegel, you guys are going to have to help me out. The wall of interesting topics says we can go with iguanas, women's deodorant, a new Instagram account that I found interesting, or where are they going to put the giant ketchup bottle from Heinz Field? Mm. Dealer's choice. Leave it up to Ben. Well, I mean, if we keep it traditional, we really should go sports to start it off. All right, True let's that. let's True start off. Some sports topics. Why don't we start off with a topic then that was not on the list, Serena Williams, because Serena earlier this week announced that she is going to be retiring from tennis after the U.S. Open. She just played her last match in Toronto, lost in straight sets the other night, but was able to win a match before, and. Are we saying goodbye to the most dominant female athlete we've ever seen? Because I think the answer is yes. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, she's been on top of the the game for I don't even know how many years. How how long now? Like she, ten, we'll, we'll think 10 about to it. Fifteen years. She's been playing since we were little children. Yeah. I mean, I can I can remember being in elementary school and seeing her win Wimbledon, and now I'm thirty and she's she's going to, you know, finally try to start a bigger family i know she's got one daughter she she wants another yeah and uh you know i i don't think women's tennis is the same game without serena williams i agree i I think i think it bought brought women's tennis at least into uh the mainstream in the united states and i've always wanted to meet her and i was kind of holding out hope that at some point i would be able to get to see her play in person and i don't think that's going to happen unless i go to New York later this month for the U.S. Open, which I actually might do for her. I think to see to see her last match ever would be worth the price of admission. Although I can tell you that I've had this problem before. I went to go see the Undertaker in his last match at WrestleMania 33, and then he came back and wrestled a bunch more matches. So it wasn't ever it wasn't even his last match. Yeah, you never know. With and some he of these lost. People. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you never know with these athletes nowadays. Like they they say they're going to retire, and then a year later they'll say something like oh like you know something happened in me and now one more year yeah i mean there's you no know, it's like there's nothing in the rule book preventing anybody yeah, from unretiring you can do whatever you want has venus so. retired already no venus is still going um venus played i think a little bit of doubles during wimbledon uh and she's going to i believe continue to play in the u.s open as well you know what I would really like to see if the Williams sisters play doubles in the U.S. Open, just for old time's sake. Oh, what about pickleball? They can pick it up afterwards. Yeah, well, don't get me started. I mean, just pickleball. Don't get me started on that. Hey, but <laughs> she's had a good career. I mean, if she. Oh, I think that's. I think that's an understatement. I think the sa- I think the saddest thing that happened 
is, and we never, we didn't know it at the time. Do you remember the big controversial match against Naomi Osaka where she was docked a game and then Osaka ended up winning the match in straight sets? Yeah, that was, that was not too long Straight sets or three right? sets. That was 2018. Yeah. So it was, it was nearly five years ago at this point. Which is another crazy thing to think about. Can you believe it? 2018 was nearly five years ago. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that was her last best shot to equal Margaret Court. And look, let's face it. If even if Margaret Court is the holder of the most women's Grand Slam singles titles, we all know that in their prime, Serena would demolish Margaret Court. I mean, Margaret Court. Never even heard of Margaret. Margaret Court is a good, but. Uh, we'll say she has some baggage. A uh, women's tennis player got some controversial issues in her her past and present, but she was the and remains the all-time record holder of majors. And it would be cool if Serena made a miracle run to actually win this U.S. Open. But the way that she's playing right now, I can tell that you know, Father Time. Unless you're Tom Brady, Father Time is undefeated. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a fact in sport. But speaking of um. Going up to New York to see uh, potentially Serena's last match at the, at the end of the month. Um, there's another thing going on in New York, and it seems to have caught a little bit of fire on the internet. Um, I think it more so has to do with him having a good year, um, referencing Edwin Diaz's entrance. It seems to be all over social media and the internet right now, but. It's electric, you know. You can't deny the entrance is, is, is oh, electric. Oh, I love me some it, Ed, I love me some Edwin Diaz coming in and close it, the game. The Mets, are, I think, are sixty-one and zero this year with a lead after eight innings. It's uh, one of those years. That it's is impressive. Two things on that. One, it's not the best reliever entrance of all time. It's up there. Yep. Second, we know who number one is. Second, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but. Reliever entrances only gain steam when they're having a good year because Edwin Diaz, if I recall, I don't know if it was his first year or his second year with the Mets, he he got like rocked. Like he was having a terrible year. So so the and interesting no- thing is, yeah, I can I can give you insight on this. He did get rocked. But was that the first year they got him? That was his first that was his first year and probably honestly the smartest thing that former Mets general manager Brody Van Wagenen did in his entire time there. Mm-hmm. Now granted you probably didn't want to trade away Jared Kalenic and get uh, Robinson Cano in return. But the Diaz piece is really turning into, you know, the only the only competent guy in uh what can be a very questionable Mets bullpen sometimes. They've gotten a little bit better. Yeah. But there are certain guys there that my my concerns about the Mets bullpen aside. Edwin Diaz was somebody whose metrics were good, but just kept giving up home runs. He wasn't missing bats. And it took him, and I call this the Carlos Beltran rule. It takes athletes at least a full season to really grow into what they're going to be in New York, for the most part. At least if you're a Met. I remember Carlos Beltran, first year in New York. A little bit of a disappointment. Expectations were high, didn't live up to them. Francisco Lindor did the same thing. In his second year, just like Carlos Beltran, he's, I think... In terms of the last 30 days, he's the best player in baseball behind Aaron Judge. Well, we can say Beltran struck out looking uh, with the Mets. So. Yep, thanks uh, for that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to move past I love that? It. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no, no, no. I, I, I'm, I could safely say I'm a, I'm a Mets fan as well, and uh, Shane can attest to that. He's um, more supportive of the Mets than yes. I am of the Yankees, that's for sure. Yeah. 
But I mean, we can always we can also say on the other side of of New York, uh, Aaron Judge having a historic season as well. Um, I I, I can't what, believe what I'm seeing every time I look up and I call my dad and I go, "Hey, Judge hit another home run again." It's like how many is that? Four <laughs> hundred? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, he's on. It feels like he's on pace for four hundred. I mean, does anyone want to do some investigation into this? Something's off. He's probably not going to break bonds. I mean, probably no one's ever going to break bonds, but yeah. he could break uh, Maris. That's for sure. He's on pace to break Maris, so that'll be a feat. Um, I think he's at forty-five or forty-six right now. It's um, second week of August, so it's he's not got even October weeks. yet. He's got six weeks. He's got to hit really two a week, two a week to really get there. I, I think. I think this is what they need to say to Aaron Judge. <laughs> Sir, here is a check with my name on it. Write down any number on this piece of paper, and I will pay it. You know, it's, it's, true. it's funny you say that because I, I would say Aaron Judge is having the best free agent year. I mean, it's the think, best contract year anyone's I mean, ever think had. About, yeah, <laughs> he he not only turned down like 250, 275 million, whatever it was, going into the year, thirty million dollars a year, bet on himself and probably made himself at least seventy five to another like I don't know hundred million. This is in the history. Books. I mean, if like, the Nationals were going to offer Juan Soto four hundred million dollars, then that means there's maybe like a four hundred fifty million dollar contract for Judge out there. If there's a team that really wants to pay for it. I mean, typically you have, but the thing is, he's not, he's not that young either. Yeah. Like he's, he's thirty, right? 30. So well, approaching all right, thirty. Wait, 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 you still get five there. years of his prime. Let's throw this out there: thirty in sports isn't young, but thirty overall, yes, is young. Young, yeah, absolutely. of course, right. We're still young. <laughs> yeah, we're young. We're young. Oh, then okay. We're trying you're to, trying to convince. Right, we're trying to get that. You were look, making direct eye contact at me. I was like, wait a minute, am I fighting you on no, this? No, I was no, like, no, no. We're, we're no, all still young. 40, in, I in judges, <laughs> ben, ben was like, no. You, I'm trying to convince myself. In judges' sports longevity, he's approaching. He's in his prime. The athletic prime, right? I believe, I saw a number that said from 29 to 32. Right. You're he's right, you're he's currently right. in his prime, yeah. but he's he's. "Quote unquote old in a sports term, but he's yeah. young in IRL. IRL for sure. But if you look at what he could be, say over the next seven or eight years of his career, let's say for argument's sake, he's twenty nine, mm-hmm. and so he gets signed at thirty, and you get eight years of him. Well, look at what Albert, look at what Albert Pujols was the last couple of years of his of his contract. Maybe not the, great, but pretty much guaranteed twenty home runs. Eight years would be the max I would give Judge." Uh, I think five, and five you can always, ba- you know, you can always backload it. You can, yeah. o- you can always backload no, it. Rather, and, I think I'd rather frontload it and make a pennant run. Yeah, you would want to do that. Or you I give would him the money in his prime, and then when he's like garbage at the end, you're not really paying him. Much. You can just get rid of his cap hit. True. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's an interesting way to do it. I mean, I think there are a lot of teams that want to contend now. And so they want to pay him more later. And for him, it doesn't make a difference. It's all guaranteed money. He's getting it at some point. Right. That's the one thing about baseball that, like, uh, I've actually heard, um, you know, people talk about, athletes talk about that. um, One thing about football is, you know, the money isn't guaranteed like it is in basketball and baseball. NFL is very different where you only have X amount guaranteed. But baseball, I mean... Not only are you getting bigger contracts, but you're getting all of the money. Yeah, in the I mean, NFL, it's not like that. I I agree, and that's why honestly, if you were gonna have if you were gonna have a kid, just have him either play tennis, play non-contact sport, Golf. or play 
or play golf baseball, baseball. We're all, yeah yeah you're gonna send your kid off to live golf I think that's a good yeah, segment. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good segment to have for us. I mean, I feel like the viewer, a lot of listeners out there don't understand contracts in sports. Um, they try to figure out what the difference. Like we have different caps, front like we were talking about front loading, back back loading. I think it's something that would people would be interested in, in you, learning. You ever think of getting into contract law? Shane out of college, or that never interested you? You know, I got like a C minus in contracts, so I don't. I didn't right off the bat. I didn't that don't think matter. That that you was, can learn. You know, sports that law was my favorite class in my master's program. It was probably really interesting. It was my favorite program, and honestly, for a short amount of time, it made me want to get into like being a sports agent and wanted to get into like contract law because it was just very interesting. I I, I do think that there are some really unique aspects of being a, a sports agent and sports law in particular my concern is i've never wanted sports to feel like work so every time i think about that i i don't want to mix that stuff it's just it doesn't seem it doesn't seem healthy it does take me. away from sports right i mean i remember you know this is this is kind of sad but as much as i did enjoy watching you know the uf women's soccer team and being on the beat my last year in, in college you know, the games were at 1 o'clock on a Sunday, and I wanted to spend time with my friends on Sundays and the last fun semester that I was going to have in college of my entire life. And so I didn't want to have to go on and do that for the rest of my life and wanted to work a job that was more like a 9 to 5, which, you know, don't get me started on what the hours are these days, but they're a little bit longer than that. But uh, for the most part, I at least have my weekends open. And so while there is some... While there is some fun to sports law and sports, like it's fun to just in, enjoy it as a fan, yeah. And I've been happy enough that way. Yeah, I agree with that. But you taking yeah. a step further, Ben, you enjoy it so much that you actually, you know, do help out an NFL team, and you're you're kind of still involved in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm fortunate to, you know, kind of be out of it as a, in a full time role, but still kind of help out and. Uh, I guess a, a quote-unquote part-time. Yeah, role. remember it what Gary? Feels... Remember what Gary V says though. Thirty, you're just getting started. You yep. got lots of time. Yeah, yeah. The, the story, the story is still here. unwritten. You know, there, there's pros and cons to being in and being out of sports. But right now, I'm satisfied with what's going on in my schedule, and you know, I kind of have perks of both being in sports and being out of sports. Yeah. So right now I, I'm r- rolling with it. I, I think this is funny because it sounded like we were listening to your like retirement press conference just now. <laughs> we're oh, like, yeah, I, you know, I, I just, I, a retirement I just had conference. to come to terms with it. And, uh, you know, my, I, my longtime girlfriend's here in the stands and, and I love you and I can't wait to spend more, more time with you. And I, I will <laughs> say whenever the retirement press confer- conference happens, it'll be live on air. Okay. BOT. This was not it, though. This was not it. Okay. Unfortunately, not it. Not yet. Um, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully next, next week. Well, you can. Well, you can take <laughs> take an important lesson from Aaron Judge that yes. you you just talked about. Bet on yourself. Yep. Because there's yourself. a good chance it'll pay off if Always you really want it. Always bet on yourself. That's such a good yeah. It's a good theme. Always bet on yourself. Real quick, before we go to break, while we're on the baseball topic. I didn't look too much into it. I saw a clip of it. Maybe Shane could elaborate since it happened in a Mets game. Um, Max Scherzer was pitching, 
right? And then out of nowhere, this ball boy ran. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see this. You didn't you see it. it I haven't. No, I'm. I'm listening to this for the first time. So, oh, okay. So explain to me what's going on here. I I didn't look too much into it, but Max Scherzer was getting ready to pitch. He was in his windup, and as he was like delivering the ball to home plate, this ball boy comes running from like one dugout. He goes. He runs behind the ump, behind the catcher to the other on deck circle to get like like the pine tar or the yeah. donuts. I don't know what yeah. he was grabbing. Um dude must have never played baseball before. I don't know what he was doing. Okay. But he ran in the I, middle of a pitch. I found it on YouTube. Yeah, it, it's a little weird cuz even if you're a ball boy or if, oh, even if you're on deck and you're trying yeah. to get something on the other side, you, you wait. Yeah. You wait till the pitch the is The pitch is over. Yeah, the, the pitch is done. It's got to be in a, it's got to be in between. And, and knowing Max Scherzer, he's a psycho. So yeah. he I'm was probably. He didn't bean the kid. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, I don't yeah, think they counted not, the pitch. Not the real. No, no he, he, he had to call time it. in the he middle. Didn't he didn't even it. throw it. Okay. No, because the, ump, the umpire didn't even know until Max Scherzer was like, look, look at this yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> look at this kid. Yeah. There's no way that kid's still a ball that's, No, no. That's no. wild. I don't think he would. Frankie, get him on. You would yeah, ever say that? Yeah, please get that kid on. Frankie's getting on. All right. When we get back, we're going to go back to the wall of important topics. Maybe iguanas. Maybe something else. Stay tuned. The Business on Top podcast. Ben, you were telling the rest of us that you had a rookie card. You have your own rookie card. I do. I'm on a uh, a rookie card. The GOAT. From a prominent running back who went to Florida State University, currently in, in the NFL. Um, we won't say his name, but I think you could hopefully guess it if you have any ideas. One of the top fantasy players year in and year out. One of the top running backs in the NFL. Me and him share a rookie card. I just bought. I have probably six to eight right now currently but i bought another two right before the second segment and during the break you bought a few of them on ebay i bought i'm trying to corner the market on this card how much did you have to spend to get two of them two dollars two dollars and three cents on each guys this is incredible value you can get a ben siegel rookie card look we're not we're not financial advisors we don't tell you how to allocate your money or what to invest in right wink we're just saying (laughs) we're buying all of these cards for a return on on an, on our investments in the future. I'm just saying, why well, have ten thousand dollars in your bank account when you can have ten thousand Ben Siegel rookie cards? Right. Yes. Well, technically five thousand because they're going for two. Oh yeah, $2. with you know the what? shipping and taxes yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Right. But but if you God hate the tax man. If you um, DM us, whether it be on Business on Top Pod on Instagram or um, any of our personal pages. Uh, and you and you get our address or an address that we can acquire mail at. Yep, I'll sign it. There you go, people. I'll sign it. You, that that is going to be the first ever. I think BOT signed item to be given away. Yeah, that that's never happened before. Are we gonna talk about the player that's in the? Uh, we can. Th- why? I mean, it's up. It's up. Uh, why? I mean, the, okay. the most important person in that car. Well, we know right that, here. but we, I mean, know. we can if you want to. I mean, it's well, or should we let them cup. guess? Should we call, not the name oh, drop? Well, it's that one, should we call? <laughs> should we call a friend of the show who actually really likes yeah. that guy? Oh, well, he's, he's he's in the Eastern Hemisphere in, uh, right Australia. now. Australia. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Or he's probably just waking up. That's right. Friend of the show, Mike Funicello, is on a very interesting business trip to Down Under. Down Under. Um. 
but yeah, no big deal. Just on a rookie card. Um, but yeah, if you send it to us, I'll, I'll gladly sign it. No problem. No questions. Whatever you want, personalized. Um, you know, Christmas gift. You know, holidays are right around the corner. Right. I understand. Um, you know, I'll sign it. Nope, hey, it's no, a, it's no a great little card um, present. That's a great deal. And all you have to do in exchange, we might even give you one for free as long as you showed us. How can we do that? We can we can do that, right? If you showed us that you liked, subscribed, rated, reviewed, unsubscribed, resubscribed, re-rated, and re-reviewed Business on Top yeah. on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, we could check the analytics. Yeah, we can make that we happen. Know. I th- I think I mean you get, you're like printing money if you sign these things, right? You ever think that, about that that like athletes can basically like print their own money as much as they sign something? I I used to think about that a lot, mainly with like Michael Jordan. He could he could just get a sharpie and sign like a piece of toilet paper. Boom, at least like hundred bucks mm-hmm. just by taking a sharpie and just scribbling. Just he could, he, he, signed it. he could do number two and wipe and still yeah. sign. I would, and people I would, would buy, buy it. it. Yeah, I'd buy it. I'd buy it. Did you see? I think <laughs> like, too. somebody at yeah, somebody at NFL, <laughs> somebody at NFL training camp actually did the Ricky Bobby and signed someone's baby. Yeah, I mean, or, I don't know if it was the baby or like. Sign, oh no, 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 no! They signed someone's forehead. It's the same I just as, kept thinking of him saying, "Absolutely, ma'am, I love signing your baby." Go ahead, sorry. If you make it in life where people are buying something that you signed, especially if it's going for like couple hundred bucks you know you made it like tom brady i mean he could sign anything and the the price goes up by a couple hundred bucks yeah like it's it's pretty that's crazy what, that's where our uh, co-host ben is at you know that's, uh, that's he could sign at. anything you know must be nice yeah well you guys we need some teach people us to your buy ways. them and then yeah. it will be nice but until then it's not nice yet but um i'm trying to corner the market so that way i have all the rookie cards to me and dalvin and then uh, I'll produce some autograph ones. It'll be the fir- really the first one I sign will be the first one ever. So that'll really be the one that'll be worth the most. That's yeah, that's the original. That's gonna be PSA ten. I think that'll be have to ben be kept auto here. Card. We'll have to ben frame auto. it for the studio. But everything after that, I'll number and I'll sign. Can we send it to PSA and they're like, "This is not a legit signature," and we're gonna be like, "Oh hell yes, it that is." That would be funny. We should we should send it in and see what they say. <laughs> that would be funny. For those of you who don't know, PSA is the, I guess, the regulatory body for sports trading cards, and you submit them to get graded. Arguably the top, depending on who you ask. Um, maybe maybe not for long, but yeah, they're the. Typically, the the I don't even want to say preferred because that's like uh, SG. I guess they're they're a company that you send cards. They're to the get most well known, rated, PSA. rated, and like approved. They're like the Antiques Roadshow of sports they, trading yes, cards. Yes, they they help determine the value of a card. Uh, the wait time is very long, but they help determine how much a card is worth and you know authenticating. Uh, a card and now you have more companies on the up and up with the grading process like you know sgc as you were saying Mm -hmm. uh that get you can uh basically expedite the process and you know get your cards graded faster and just becoming a more prominent you know company in the market right so So there's more more availability for the service now and that's the that's the future right because it's such a uh high demand you know product and industry right now that escalated quickly that Why was a pan- that was a pandemic thing wasn't it 
Yes, it was. People started trading cards again yeah. because they had nothing to do but look yeah. through their old baseball card collections. Yep, that yeah, knows that, that. That was a pandemic hobby. It really caught fire during the pandemic. It's still pretty hot right now, um, but during the pandemic, it was like, I mean, there were times when there were, uh, I probably went three or four times to Target where you'd have to camp out, not camp out, but you'd be waiting in line for like, the vendor to come to like restock the cards so you were like uh duke freshman waiting to get into uh cameron cameron indoor stadium for a basketball game yes I- i've got as long i've got ben out there at like four o'clock in the morning waiting for the store no, to open no, he no. he's making brats he's like <laughs> shot he's like shotgunning <laughs> seltzers in I'm, the parking lot I'm, I'm not that desperate for car i would show up about like 10 to 15 minutes before target opened but there would be the first couple of times there were about like 10 people and then when it got to like the third or fourth time i went there were like 20 to 30 people i was like yeah it's probably time for me to stop going because <laughs> it was like getting it was getting, it was getting out competitive of hand. it was getting like yeah i i you know fights were definitely started luckily not when i was there but i could see him brewing so i was like you know what i enjoy opening cards they're but I also not, value my life. Yeah, so. they're not worth <laughs> me waking up this early. For... What What's the movie at like the very beginning? It's a Christmas movie, and Arnold Schwarzenegger gets uh, in the fight with the toy, oh, like Turbo Man. Yes. Oh, was that Was that Jingle he was a superhero. All the Way? No, he was like a superhero. Was he the right? kinder- he up... kindergarten cop? Was yeah. that Kindergarten Cop? No, no, it wasn't. I don't think it was Kindergarten Cop. No, it wasn't. That used to be one of my favorite movies of Arnold Schwarzenegger for some reason. Yeah, like it was. It was a. It was a Christmas movie. With Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he like, in the very beginning, he fights the old lady for the action figure, and I think the old lady gets away. I kind of can't. It's been so long. It's he ended up dressing up as the superhero this, in the this movie. This is gonna drive me crazy. Hang on, I'm gonna look it up right now. In but, the meantime, what deodorant do you guys wear? Uh, I use Old Spice, <laughs> dry yeah, deodorant. Yeah, I think. I I really don't. I think Old Spice is the generic. I I don't have a. I use the antiperspirant. Give me, yeah, give me dry. a little, Yeah, it's got to be it, antiperspirant. It is jingle all the way. I got it. Nice. Yep, Turbo Man. Great, great, great movie. Uh, legendary movie. But, but yes, antiperspirant. Yeah, appearance. I. you guys ever use Secret? Is that a women's? Yeah. No. It's no. so good. Why? I, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it smells delicious. And honestly, I think it's got like more staying power than men's deodorant. I, I don't I don't understand why. I don't know if this is a scientific fact, but I think that women's deodorant is so much better than men's deodorant. Paris Rose. I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts on Secret. this right now. I'm just trying to think of what to say. Uh, uh, I, it, don't knock until you try it. That, that's all that I'm going to say. Why? What made you try it? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I will just say that uh, the there spot, may huh? there may or may not have been a situation where uh, a woman and I may have may or may not have been cohabitating for for a while. Okay. And uh, I forgot the old DOD when we took a okay, when we took a trip, and uh, I ended up I ended up trying Paris Rose, and I was a big fan of Paris Rose. I just don't think. And it's so now enough. I have now I have a bunch of them. Paris Rose. Yeah, oh, it smells so good. You open it up and you know you take a whiff, and it's like you're sitting on like a flower bed in in the Netherlands or something like that. Have you ever tried Old Spice? I thought you were gonna say, have you ever tried a flower bed in the Netherlands? I mean, at this point, you have, right? No, well, I mean, pretty much. I've got close to the same experience. <laughs> so, are you saying you never get your your secret for life now? Uh 
look, I'm going to ride this train till the wheels fall off. If if Skeptical. something happens and I don't wear it anymore, maybe I'll become an old Spice guy one of these days again. I always like Speed Stick. That was a fun one. Bro, I think I'm, as a kid, because like the gel would come out of the thing. No, no gel, gel. no gel. Like, oh my god! I mean, All right. your, your shirt was gonna be. All right, your birthday yeah. present is gonna be just a bunch of deodorant sticks from us. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make you try all. Are of you them. gonna Are you gonna go to Costco and just get like a pallet of deodorant and just and just put it by the front door? <laughs> Secret. All right. I, I. You know, you're not the first person I I've could, heard. I could send you home with some. No, no, no. I mean, it's funny you say that because, like, no, I know, right. I know, um, you know, I, I've witnessed athletes, they, some of them use it as well, and I can never figure out why they use it. Maybe it was the same scenario as you. Maybe they were co op. Is it strong? Like, will it it's, last the whole day? It's strong enough for me. Yeah, I'm worried about it. That's, First that's off, lasting me. the whole day, and, like, I feel like as soon as you sweat, it's. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm, like, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm definitely by no means a sweaty guy. But it lasts me the whole day, and I'm all good. And the the general it's, the general consensus among you guys is that I smell pretty good. So yeah, I mean, at, I have at no that complaints. point, it's, if it's not broke, exactly, don't fix it. I've got a reputation for being a good smelling man. All right, maybe uh, maybe there's something to it. I, I I'm telling so, you, try it. Don't knock it till you try it. True, so true. Uh, today, I randomly thought about this. I was listening to a podcast, and they brought up. Um, they brought up Wi-Fi. Uh, first off, when the hell did Wi-Fi become the norm? Is this a shower thought? It's kind of a shower thought, but not really because I was listening to a podcast, so I'm kind of like piggybacking off of them. When the hell did Wi-Fi become the norm? And also, like, who... Because when we were younger and playing, like... We didn't have Wi-Fi. We didn't have Wi-Fi on our phones. We didn't have Wi-Fi on our consoles. When did Wi-Fi become a thing? 2009. It was when the <laughs> PlayStation... That's my best guess. I mean... I think it was when the PlayStation 3 came out. That, that would have been 2006. Then. Was it 2009? That would have been 2007. It would have been 2007. Because didn't we have a Wi-Fi then? I did connect to I, the I, internet? I, we, no. may have, we may have been a later... Well, adopt, it would have been the iTouch. When did the iTouch come out? <laughs> Lost my brother. Yeah, <laughs> the iTouch was the Wi-Fi. It didn't have internet. The only way yes. you could connect to the internet. So that's really. We gotta the look question. that. We gotta so look that up. He, I didn't look it up. But did did Apple like? I think iPhone was 2007 or 2008. It might be one of the so the, the best inventions ever in oh, our lifetime. Well, or in 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 human history. Is it a blessing or a curse? Because it did it make us become like disconnected with the rest of the world? No, iTouch was introduced in 07. Oh seven. Yes. Yeah, so so was. Wi-Fi was oh seven. I guess when it really, I feel like that's, I mean, prior to oh seven, you know, you didn't use Wi-Fi. No one asked like, do you have Wi-Fi? No one connected to Wi-Fi. It was like cell service or or you yeah. go to an you go to an internet cafe. Yeah. I mean that was yeah. that was a or thing. An internet cafe. AOL, or the library, up. like the library. Broadband. Did you ever up. go? To an internet cafe? Was that a thing yeah. you ever did? Oh, you did? I, I never, never did, did that. In, in I never New York, did. In New York, we had, um, it was you, kind of an internet slash game cafe. Yeah, did you get a little RuneScape in when you were there? Not RuneScape. That would have been a good, I didn't pl- actually didn't play RuneScape until I moved to Florida, and, uh, um, but that's a side note. Uh, no, we played um, Battlefield, like the OG Battlefield on the computer. No. 
And not when you now, say Battlefield, now, not like Star Wars Battlefront. No, 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 different. like Battlefield the game. Now this this cafe was ahead of its time. It was called Game Zone Cafe. You had a card, right? It looked like um, you know, it it was like a I guess a credit card. Like it looked like a credit card, and you would walk into the lobby, and then in the back room, it was just a giant room with a bunch of computers, and you had TV monitors at every computer, and you could order food and drinks. Mm-hmm. And they just had every game you could play. And you just sit at the computer all day and just play with... Like, it was like a land. So this like, giant right, land. Right. This, oh, giant That's land awesome. party? Yeah. And it was way ahead of... Me. me and my friends would go every, like, Sunday. They had Madden tournaments. We used to do Madden tournaments there. Um, and it was great. Our parents would drop us off. We'd go there for, like, six hours. and Nice. You know. The living a uh, life. It, it's a I damn wish I had shame. friends it, in it middle shut school. Down. <laughs> <laughs> it shut down. It really was ahead of its time. Um... But I don't, even then, I don't think they had Wi-Fi. Going back to Wi-Fi, just Wi-Fi in general, I feel like it came out of nowhere and then it just, like, exploded. And now it's the norm. And now, now, it's, now, now you're like, what kind of place doesn't have Wi-Fi? Yeah, what's your password? Yep. Like, wow, <laughs> you don't Essentially, have Wi-Fi? that's it right now. What's your password? Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Wi- my Wi-Fi's not three bars. What the f*** is going on in this place? You know, <laughs> like, it's Wi-Fi is expected and uh, needed. So, yeah, I feel like Wi-Fi I- came out of nowhere. Well, arguably, like I said, one of the best inventions or quote unquote, uh, you know, advances in human history. Yeah, Wi-Fi right? was a, so, it was a, it was a game changer. There was that. Uh, penicillin was pretty good. Yep. What else? Oh, As hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. All right, guys, we haven't done it in a while, but we're about to bring it back. We're our. We are about to bring <laughs> it back. Thank you, Ben's top four greatest contributions slash inventions oh, in human history. Off the oh, cuff. This is Wha- very broad. In no particular order, except <laughs> Wi-Fi is on the list. I said penicillin. Does that make your top four? Penicillin was Mine, pretty good. Mine, personally, no. Oh, God. Doesn't make my top four. Um, Uber. Wow. I say good Uber's got to be up there. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, tough four. Um, oh. Got two more. Venmo. Oh! I'd say Boy, Venmo we, sneaks in there. We've had yeah. the four of the most important inventions in human history have been invented in the last 15 Wait, in years. Wait, human history? Yes! No, it's Ben's top four, not I said human Ben's, Ben's top four inventions and creations of Ever? human history. Oh, well, that You said human it. history? Oh. That's what you said? Yeah. That's a lot. Oh. I know that's a lot. Okay. That's the point. Toilet? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Right? Yep. Toilet? And then, uh um, We take it for granted. Yeah, I mean, otherwise we'd be digging holes and covering yep. them up and then digging another hole. We'd really be in deep doo-doo. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so my fourth, this is no particular order. Wow, that's a lot in human history. I know. So what I say? Can I said All right, so. I said Uber, let's, Venmo. Yeah. Let, let's recap. Uber, Venmo. Uh, uh, I can't take them back. I'm, no, you I'm can't. You Uber, can't. Venmo, toilet. Uh, and Wi-Fi. No, I didn't say Wi-Fi. I thought that was part of your top four. No. I never mentioned it. Wi-Fi is a great creation. Great creation. Oh, but what a a twist. Wi-Fi is not even on your top four. And this is the last one. I mean, what else? If, like, I'm not saying he's going to say it. I mean, would would it not have to be, like, the car? You got a wicked cold over there. 
Would not have to be the car, like transportation. Like people have been getting or around. A plane. People have been getting around for a long time without those things. Yeah, but I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to take two months to travel like to Tallahassee on a horse. Well, try biking. It'll get you there quicker. Hang on. Shut up. That is the stupidest take ever. Biking that take like three weeks. Dude, think about how good of shape you would be in. Yeah, my, my yeah. Boy, you know how yeah. long it would take me? I'd have to take like. All my PTO to take a weekend. You say a car. I mean, the plane might have been. It's 376 miles, dude. It would only take you one day and 16 hours to bike there. Yeah, that's going how many miles? 10 miles an hour. Yeah. What if you're 400 pounds? 499. I mean, we'll the bike will get we'll get you in shape then. That's the great thing about the bike. 10 miles an hour. You're not fat. You're already riding on the highway. No. Uh, Uh, It's got to be the car. I mean, the car or the plane, I guess. It made the world a lot smaller. Yeah. That's a great invention. <laughs> All right. There it is. <laughs> Ben's top four. That's too four. broad. I need to narrow we, it. We brought it back. One. That's yeah. a hard one. Like a meteor shooting across the sky. Uber, I tried. So recap in no particular order. Uber, Venmo, the toilet, <laughs> and cars. Oh, I mean. You can't live without them. <laughs> we're ending. Right? We're going to end the show right there. Stay tuned. Stay safe. We'll catch up with you next week. <laughs>